Hello, everyone. It is Riddell from Behold the Connection. I'm so happy to be working on the third episode. It feels a bit surreal. For those of you that have been here since the beginning, just merely three episodes ago, um, I launched this. Now, I'm going to say this because someone could be listening to this a year from now. In the middle of the um, corona spread, the virus, and all of the kids in my country just got sent home from school. And parents are scrambling. There's a lot of stress going on. So I did a what I'm calling a pop-up podcast months earlier than I intended to. So these are shorter segments, which eventually, as the crisis dissipates, will turn into weekly longer segments. So for now, I'm aiming for kind of a 7 to 13-minute podcast, and later it'll be about a half an hour. Okay, so I want to talk about closing the stress loop. And this is a new concept for most people. So we all feel stress, <laughs> but it's so interesting when you think about it because no one's taught us how to process it. We, you know, in our minds, we have ideas of what could help us. Um, we hear things, we see things online, but we really actually don't know if it's helpful. We don't know the science behind it. And so today I'm going to direct you on how you can close the stress cycle in your body. So we are all pretty much right now sitting with some extra external stress. Pretty much everyone is. Things have changed. I know certainly my Friday looks a lot different than my Friday did a week ago and certainly a month ago. So if we don't manage external stress well, then what it becomes is chronic stress in our body. So today I'm going to talk to you about how to close the loop on the stress to bring your body back to the parasympathetic state. So it's important to our nervous system and the hormones and the cortisol that's shooting when we're stressed out, it's important that we don't get stuck in the fight or flight or sympathetic state. We want to go to our parasympathetic, the rest and digest. So you'll hear people say, oh, stress is a killer. Well, it is. It actually is. It's because chronic stress does cause so many health problems to our body. That is just a fact. Picture a lever. I don't know what type of lever I'm thinking about, but like a handle. A le what would it be on? I can't even think of it now. But, you know, a big lever and you can push it up and everything turns on or you can push it down. And when I say push it, I'm doing this with my hand where I've got like this giant lever and it's like going up and down. Okay. So when the lever gets stuck, we suffer. Sometimes we don't even know it's stuck, you guys. If we don't complete the stress cycle and bring that lever back down, then we stay in that state. And what happens is, and maybe you can relate to this, we become even more reactive. We're more easily angered. Um, we're triggered. People online are driving us nuts. We're lashing out. We know we're behaving poorly. So I think most of you know what I mean by that, the reactive state. So creating the stress loop gets you back, sorry, creating, finishing the stress loop gets you back to rest and digest. It's actually a physiological shift. It does start with thinking thoughts that serve you, but you do need an actual way to calm your nervous system down. A physiological shift. I hope you know what I mean by that. So that's what pulls that lever back down. So one thing that I've been talking about on my social media, I hope you follow me, Behold the Connection, on Instagram, I story all the time, and some is silly and funny, like yesterday I showed, it doesn't matter, and um, some of it is very, very helpful stuff, like, like this podcast in 
story form. Anyways, one thing that I've been yelling from the rooftops for a long time is that we have this thing called the vagal nerve or vagus nerve. And you would be shocked at how many medical professionals are not really taught about it or its function. And yet it is the longest and largest nerve in our body. It it runs from your voice box to your stomach. It does it all. It regulates your organs. So what is it? It's the longest nerve. It connects your brain to the most important organs throughout your body, your gut, your intestines, your heart, your lungs. It's pretty important. I don't know if people just didn't know about it, but um, I spoke to people that went through medical school 10 years ago. No one, they knew this um, nerve existed. They know the name, but they don't have a clue what it does. And that's pretty crazy because if your vagal tone is low, you are more reactive. Um, But you can take steps to stimulate your vagal, your vagus nerve. So when you have a good tone, they call it, to your vagal nerve, you can more effectively respond to emotional and physiological um, symptoms of your brain, mental illness. In fact, for people with treatment-resistant depression, the FDA has approved a surgically implanted device that will periodically stimulate the vagus nerve. That's how important it is. So for people where nothing else is working, they are finding large success with the device put into their body that will stimulate that nerve. Stimulating this nerve is extremely important. It has been known to, or been shown to reduce anxiety. It increases the parasympathetic system. Okay, so that's your relaxing, rest and digest. That's how you close the loop. Um, There are certain ways to do this that sound just like the dumbest ideas ever. Like that would never work, but it actually does. So a few of those is singing, humming, chanting, and gargling. The vagus nerve is connected to the vocal cords and muscles at the back of your throat. So anytime you are singing, you're chanting or gargling, I I almost gargled into the mic, you're activating and stimulating your vagal nerve. Okay, so I've already discussed um, on other episodes about how we we need to laugh. Laughing reduces the body's main stress hormones. And it stimulates the vagus nerve. Here's some others. Exercise is one of the most efficient and important ways to stimulate this nerve. Massage. All these things that we think help us, like we know we feel good after a massage and exercise, and we know some of that's endorphins, but we actually don't know that like it's also just stimulated that really important nerve. Another thing that um, stimulates this nerve is uh, affection and connection. So, You will know when you've closed your stress cycle because you'll feel one of the following. You're going to feel a deep sigh. You know, we all do that, right? It's like we have a good cry or whatever. And then we, by the way, crying also um, completes the stress cycle. Your shoulders will lower. It's easier to maintain thoughts that serve you. You find that you're not now buffering with food or screens or screaming at your kids. That's how you know when you've closed that stress cycle. So as an example, in the situation we're in right now, if you're going to go on Facebook and read all about the virus, you need to sing or move after it completes the stress cycle. You need that physiological shift. So laughter shakes away bad moods by decreasing the stress hormones and increasing our beta endorphin and serotonin levels in our body. Now, we you guys, we all know this. Um, We know that laughter does this. That's why all these hilarious memes are popping up. Um. I actually truly believe deep down that we all know what we need to shift our physiological state, but we question it like, well, that won't help. 
Well, it does actually help. I have a friend who loves music and song and singing, and she's used that for years as a physiological state. And it's brilliant. It works on your basic body nerve level. So I want to say that in this moment, listening to this, you likely know what physiological shift can best serve you. I think that we have that innate knowledge within us. Um, I think we know. If you're feeling alone, you need to reach out and connect with someone. Um, If you feel like your shoulders are up high, try watching something funny. So in a stressful time more than ever, you're going to need to employ your vagus nerve to help bring your system back to calm. So as a reminder, during this time of change with kids, when your kids cannot access their tears, which tears complete the loop, the stress loop, tears are good, but sometimes kids can't access them. Sometimes they're in, so it's called um, fight, flight, or freeze. Sometimes they're in freeze mode and accessing their emotion is very difficult, especially a tender emotion like crying. So it will come out as anger, but anger is the mask, you guys. So if you're seeing this in your household, whatever reason, let's say tears are inaccessible to your kid, laughter typically is still there. Laughter works almost as amazing as crying to discharge the stress hormones that are in your kid's body. So the first two episodes of this pop-up podcast, gosh, I love that pop-up podcast, um, as the, the first two episodes, I've talked about how your kids are going to learn how to cope from you in this big moment in their lives. So I'm trying to show up for you so you can go show up for them. So teach them this stuff, model it for them. If your kids are older, I really would consider having them listen to this podcast. My kids are listening to my podcast and I teach them this stuff anyways, but I just feel like it'll all sink in that much more. Um, knowledge is power, right? Teach them how to cope. Show them how to cope. Talk about it. Say, we're going to do some, We're going to watch funny cat videos on YouTube right now because laughter does X, Y, and Z in our body. Let's do it. Don't miss this opportunity to teach your children um, how to close the stress loop. Can you imagine for the rest of their lives if they have this knowledge and have tried it and felt the difference? Okay. That's almost it for this episode. I want to say that my parenting course is coming out later this month. I was always going to deeply discount it for the first week of the launch. And I've now decided that I'm going to keep it deeply discounted for a whole first month because the world needs it, my friends. Everyone's struggling and I get it. Um, I want it so that if someone finds out about it like a couple weeks after their friend does on social media or whatever, that they then can still access it at the same price. I don't want just one wave of people that's getting a great deal. I really want it in every home in the world is the truth. So there, at this point, there are 12 modules. They're chock full of everything that you've ever heard on this three episodes of this podcast, but also really practical parenting tips. This, is, this course is not fluff. It's not fluff at all. It is life-changing help. Um, I really can't say how much this course will change your life. I've poured my heart and every bit of information I have into it. I have not held back. And to me, it is the equivalent, no joke, of 12 therapy sessions. Honestly, probably even better because I've had the time to to be very intentional and put every bit of good information in it. Anyways, it's not out yet. It will be at the end of the month. I mean, I am on the countdown and I cannot wait. So follow me on Instagram, Behold the Connection. Join my Facebook group, which is called Being a Happy and Connected Parent. And you will, that's where I'll be announcing the launch first. Also out to my email list. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this or found it helpful, screenshot the podcast, put it on your Facebook feed or Instagram stories and tell someone else to have a listen if you know they're feeling stressed and pretty much everyone is. So let's get this in front of some ears and I will see you again soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.